All right, in the short amount of time left, I have a surprise for you, Kit. What is it? I've taken some Turn advice. Turn around and open. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a box behind you. Don't imagine how it got there. <laughs> I uh, I told you I had to stay on the couch. Uh, it's not the first time in the last couple months that, for some reason, my hip and back uh, situation has kept me there for a little bit of time. I've burned some of that time getting through almost all of a suggestion that you had. No, all. Yes, all. As of last night. I watched all of those WB monster movies. Oh, the Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla King, King of the Monsters. Kong Skull Island. And Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, you know I love them. Uh, what did you think? I think that Gareth Edwards has made two movies that I uh, have seen and one that I haven't. And the two that I have seen are really good movies. That Star Wars movie he made is great. And that Godzilla movie he made is great. Like, I remember seeing the trailers for that, especially the scene where they do the halo jump. Dude, I don't need to say what they do, but they do the halo jump. And I saw that in a trailer for that movie, and I said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why would you halo jump into a monster? This movie's going to be dumb. And I never watched it. And now that I've seen that scene, I think that it's genius. That movie had style. It had cinematography. It had a plot that made a heck of a lot of sense. It had a criminally underused Ken Watanabe who still kicked it out of the park when put on the screen everything about that uh set up an amazing universe for them to make monster movies in that was a really fun movie to watch and i will probably watch it again i thought it was great uh it made a lot of sense and they did they did like justice to an idea that is ridiculous and one of the things that i'll talk about about the other ones they stuck to their guns about stuff in that movie if they said it it was true Kong Skull Island, really good. Uh, very funny in parts. John C. Riley does a great job. Uh, Loki, Loki does a great job. <laughs> it made that movie also made some sense, uh, especially if you obviously know very early on that uh, what's his name, uh, 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 John Goodman is clearly lying about everything. I guess some people may not have known that. I don't know. John Goodman, obviously, great. Sam Jackson, great. I don't know how you could get a better cast for a movie than Kong Skull Island. And they set up stuff that makes a lot of sense later in that Godzilla vs. Kong. I really wish Kong had gotten another movie in between. Them jumping to Godzilla vs. Kong and being like, it's been 10 years. And Kong lives in a cage, kind of. And you're like, wait, what? Hold on. What happened here? Slow down. Man, that King of the Monsters movie, though, makes everything a mess, doesn't it? How so? Where they're like, hey, Monarch has been uh, containing all sorts of monsters all over the globe. We've got gazillions of dollars in infinite funding to be uh, find monsters in the ice. Uh, This woman who you've never met before has created some sort of communication device. Her really terribly acted husband uh, and underutilized millie bobby brown uh don't have anything to do except run around at it they have to undo half that stuff to get through godzilla versus kong 
what a weird thing and like the they took all the rules from godzilla that gareth edwards like very carefully set up how godzilla works right like that script whoever wrote that script they very carefully lined out exactly how the world works you can easily throw Ghidorah into that mix and that's enough i think that and the whole like godzilla is gonna go to hollow earth and then your brain goes oh cool that's from kong but instead they added in like oh monarch's been maintaining monsters all over the globe and also we've got mothra and there's like a lava bird that makes people fly backwards instead of forwards or whatever i don't they just forget physics halfway through the movie just completely people literally a bird flats its wings and you would go down but instead people get sucked up in the air i don't how does that and then you have to go with uh godzilla is now new so nuclear powered that he turns red and just explodes all over the globe and uh destroys all of boston which is still standing after he explodes as a nuclear bomb multiple times i don't don't get it that movie's a mess i didn't like it i think you might have told me to skip it now that i'm remembering it i I certainly didn't like that one uh as much as godzilla versus kong but I didn't. I didn't have uh, as many problems with it as you did. I fell asleep um, three times watching that movie. I, it took me but, three days. To, it took me three days to watch it. I fell asleep three times, and it's always. Really, it was always while that dad was talking. I do think that of the four, that's that's the easiest one. I mean, I really like if you just start watching Godzilla versus Kong. I don't think that you need to like. I think you can get that movie if that's the only one you've ever watched. No, I um, mean, but, I'm glad but if I you're watched gonna it. Skip one of the four. I think that that king of the monsters is the one that's the easiest you to have skip. to watch it because otherwise you're like who's Ghidorah and why do i care i mean you well they, you they give know. you enough in 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 godzilla versus kong i know it just doesn't make but. much sense why also okay so godzilla versus kong uh the way that it was explained to me was that they went to the center of the earth and there's this whole backstory in in the center of the earth uh thank god that did not last very long because it didn't make much sense when you're like, wait, Godzilla is like their god, but also not. Th- they also fight him. And they stole his backplates to make axes, but they use them to charge them on a thing made of a Godzilla on the floor. Mess. All of it's a mess. And then they're like, we realize this is a mess. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's go back yeah. to the surface where things make sense. Uh, Mecha Godzilla was awesome. Godzilla yeah. shooting the weird axe that had to have a backstory because uh, how would you get an axe that had a backstory? Uh, was pretty cool. <laughs> it, you know what would have been cool? Take away the whole Hollow Earth thing, have Kong rip a backplate off of Godzilla and turn it into an axe. That would have been sweet. That would have been cool. That would have been so cool because then you could change Godzilla's model for the whatever other movies you do, and he's got a missing backplate. And then, you, you know, like, if you're in the know, you've seen that movie, you know? <laughs> like, oh, he's got the... Godzilla vs. Kong was good. If I had to rank them, uh, I think that Gareth Edwards one is the best, followed by the Kong one, followed by Godzilla vs. Kong, and then uh, in the trash can is where the other one goes. Fair enough. Ken, have you seen any of these movies? None. I'm not a, I'm not a kaiju you're guy. I'm not a kaiju I'm guy. A guy. guy. 
I know. Yeah, if you if you if you want to put a mecha in there to blow them up, there there is a mecha good... in, the, in the fourth one. Mecha yes, I, I'm, I've I've been made aware, yeah. and I'm like two things fighty fighty. I'm good. I kind of I get it. See, but that's why the I... Gar- so you should watch that first one with the with the Godzilla because that's what I thought. Also, I was like, I don't care. This looks dumb. Uh, and then Kit, who I respect deeply, uh, said, "No, they're really good, actually." And I and I said, "Okay." I like kaiju in general, but if there's nothing for them to do, like in older Godzilla movies, was that one with the eggs? You know, that one oh, with Matthew yeah. Broderick. That's, that, that, that's a tough part too. Is like when you're like depending on where your injury points are, like it just wasn't a great entry point if 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 you're there for certain reasons, and it just they essentially just become raptors at that point, and yep. there's mm-hmm. all kinds of the, yeah, yeah, it's bad. I, like that, not that even Matthew the, Broderick one is bad. It's it's bad because they have nothing to do with Godzilla, right? Um, Kit yeah. Kit disagrees. He likes that one too. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I, it, I didn't. I didn't. I I think I probably like it the best of the three of us, but it's not. I, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as no. as this these monster verse movies so that, or that, whatever whatever kaiju verse whatever that, this is. That, the the, universe they is. forget the lessons in that kaiju verse movie in the first one and even in the second one. Uh, so like Godzilla and Kong have a lesson, which is that the people are interesting. And in the third one, it's literally just about what you're talking about. It's like monsters fighty fighty while people run around running from monsters fighty fighty and then running towards monsters fighty fighty. Uh, and in the meantime, we're going to have this woman, uh, I say woman, not in so much as it matters that it's a woman, but it's, uh, uh, she's the only character that does anything in that movie other than Ken Watanabe, who does one thing. And then that's spoilers. That's the end of him doing things. <laughs> I think it's, I think but it literally she's on... the only one in the whole movie. And that's why I'm talking about it. She's the only one in the movie that does anything until Millie Brown does one thing at the end. And then the mother takes back over in doing things. So like, it's, that's the problem with that one really is it's, and it's uh, embodied by the father in that movie who literally could not be in that movie and it would not change the movie at all. He's in it so that he can take over in the next movie. And then people, they realized that people hated him and they wrote him out of the next movie he has three scenes, literally, and the scenes are, are, what's my daughter doing? What's my daughter doing? Where's my daughter and what's she doing? Those are his three scenes in the following film. And I've delivered them with, I've delivered them with more uh, emotion than he did, by the way. I just, I really, I nailed it. Um, I think that, so, no, watch that Gareth film- Edward one, because, uh, th- Sorry. I, my point was that you should watch that one because it's not about Godzilla really at all. I think it comes down to like, and you were saying earlier at first, you're like, I don't have time for this st-, or not. You're like, that just sounds dumb. I'm like, it's not even that it sounds dumb sometimes, but just a matter of like, well, I still have to our earlier points of the list. Like I still have, I still have watched Witcher. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched X amount of other things. So I'm like, do I want to, I'm not, I'm already not invested in the, the concept of just like big monsters fighty fighty. So it's like, I'd never, I'd, I'd rather watch Witcher, which does sound more interesting to me. And so, and then, and so the comment of like, you know, made that they made the, the humans interesting. I mean, the, if you apply that to transformers, it's like, that's the only thing they did. And that, that made those movies worse. 
is like, look, mm-hmm. we made, don't you want more Shia LaBeouf? And you're like, no, I want the monsters, I want the giant robots to be the stars. But and, the giant robots can talk, so that's different entirely, right? There's nothing right, that no, Godzilla can do, really. There's nothing right, that no. Kong can do, really. But the, um, my point is just that if you put the rights, you can you can shift the focus wherever you need as long as the script behind it is good. So it's like, sure. if you, if the framing of just saying like, oh, well, they, they, they got it right by making the humans and, uh, important, like, I, it just comes down to how, the writing, and I think that that's that's where it could be the problems with if you if you had problems with some of the later movies, they just the writers just didn't nail it. Like they, they didn't make you care about the right characters. Yeah, I guess you could say the right characters matter, right? And if the right yeah. characters are the Transformers, that's fine. If they're the humans, or if they're the Autobots, it's just we're every, there to. <laughs> I say Kong can't talk, but uh, yeah, maybe he can, right, kid? <laughs> Yep, he, he he knows sign language. So, did he really? Yes, Kong Kong learned sign language. Shaking, there's a there's a, my head up and down a little girl a who there's a little girl who's deaf that um teaches Kong sign uh, language that teaches him sign language. Does he go, Amy? Scared? Amy? Scared? Amy want banana? Yeah. Anyone else? Congo, Congo fans? Yeah, of course we're Congo fans. Fans, uh, fans in quotations. What like, are you talking about? That's a, a fantastic film. It's I, it's been forever since I've gone back to watch it. I do remember there's some ridiculousness to it, and that's kind of all that I took away from it in the end. I haven't revisited, so it's not on my rewatchable list. Like, oh yeah, I haven't watched it since the nineties. Yeah, I it does I have Ernie Hudson though. In the so last ten years probably. I, I I I enjoyed it in the nineties, but I I think this is the first time that I've thought about it this <laughs> this uh, century. Into, so fair enough. Okay, especially the, at least this year. I, I have watched it in the last 10 years, I guarantee it, because I I know it popped up on Netflix once, and I was like, Congo? Yeah! Give me that Tim Curry. <laughs> That's another plus. I Like I said, I haven't gone back, and it's like, I just remembered just some of the, like, we're trying to find diamonds to make lasers, and it's like, wait, what? I I don't fully understand. Okay. Like I said, they had Ernie Hudson, so they had my, yeah, I was going to be on Hudson? board. They brought in a Ghostbuster. Mm-hmm. And, then, and Tim Curry's awesome, too. Spice! I just think of that now. I uh, I sincerely, Kit, appreciated you making me uh, making me with my arm twisted behind my back on a couch. Uh, watch them. Uh, I really that's why you had the back pain. Yes, that's why. That's why I, there you go. No, I, I I'm glad you liked them. I I discovered Honestly. two things: one, that they were fun, and that movies can should be fun sometimes, and. Uh, uh, I'm trying to practice more using my uh, steal. I'm stealing this phrase from somebody else, but practicing more using my good time hat uh, and leaving things alone. Um, like if I can get past certain things, which are easier to get past, right? Something like that third movie, uh, the King of the Monsters movie, where people literally fly the wrong direction from wind generated that stuff. I have to take it off, and I'm like, okay, now you've lost me. Yeah. Um, but but the fir- the other three, I definitely was it was firmly on my head, and I had a great time with my good time beanie. Uh, I it's to to your point, Ken. Maybe this is uh, the good like good lead out. Yeah, you have to feel like you have to catch up all the time. The Witchers out there. The next season of The Expanse has already started. 
I'm behind now on Star Trek Prodigy. I haven't watched any of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, we haven't even talked about He-Man Revelation 2, which we all watched. I haven't watched Hawkeye yet. There's a new season, Always Sunny. I'm in the middle of The Witcher. The Matrix 4 hasn't. I haven't watched yet. I stopped watching Cowboy Bebop in the middle. There's a whole Wheel of Time series. I have that, only one list. That's one list. I haven't finished well, one, two lists on my phone. That for the is Wheel so- of Time, that's going to take them 20, 25 years, years to finish that, to finish <laughs> yeah. that series. So you've got time to get to wait on that one. I've got 14 is, years. The books aren't finished yet, right? They are. Yeah. I, I think that they are, but Mr. there's a lot I of them. I believe Mr. Sanderson finished them off. I, okay. I think there are 14 d- total. But a diff- not the original writer, though. No, he died. Right? He, he okay, died during the yeah, publishing so I think of the, the last, series. The last two books, uh, the last two books uh, were completed by Sanderson. And the funny part about that, so I I read The Eye of the World. That's the first one, right? The Eye yes. of the World? Uh-huh. I read The Eye of the World. I had, in like the mid-90s, I had finished reading The Lord of the Rings and was in a fantasy mood. And so I went to my local bookstore and said, hey, do you have anything that's kind of Lord of the Rings-ish? That's good. And the sales clerk said, here, uh, read the eye of the world. This is, this is newer. Uh, it's really cool. I like it. Um, uh, uh, it's got a lot of like fantasy, but also kind of like Dune. And I was like, well, I like Dune too. So I'll read this. And I read it. I thought it was okay. I, I, I liked it enough that I went back and I was like, Hey, uh, is, is there a sequel? And at this point he was like, Oh yeah, there's like five books in the series so far. And I was like, five and so far all right i'm i'm done that's 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 too many books you've, for me you've I, lost yeah, me robert jordan right like that's that's and they're not even done and there's five books i didn't like there's like 20 books now like i, I just think it's it's funny that like i i backed out <laughs> then when there were like six total books and they weren't done and i'm like that's way too much investment of my time like i don't have enough time for that you take it I easy and you know how much time i have like <laughs> My my well, point. The, I the world's a thick book. Yes, they get thinner as they go. Uh, yeah. As the plot threads come into a funnel, they get quicker uh, as reads. I think my point in listing all of that stuff was not to show you how many things I'm so cool about having wanted to watch. Uh, it's because half of that stuff, like you mentioned, uh, you have to watch with somebody else because they're into it. Half of that stuff, I'm prioritizing over other things. And the idea that you have to finish it all now is honestly kind of stressful if you don't stop and say, what do I want to watch? And like, well, some nights I don't want to sit there and think about what character, oh God, hold on. There's a character in Hawkeye. This one's for, I got to get out my, my sheet of characters I remember from the Marvel MCU and see what this one reference in this, I don't know if this is true in Hawkeye or whatever, but it was true in Loki and uh, other things, right? Where you think, I have to remember all these things. Uh, it's okay once in a while to step back and say, like, uh, I'm going to watch this, this Godzilla movie and see if it's dumb. And it wasn't dumb. Eh, it was kind of dumb. You just sort of have to... That's part of the fun. It is, absolutely, for some of those. Uh, I think that, honestly, I really honestly believe that Gareth Edwards one is just a good movie. Like, the 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 scene with them trying to bring the nuke on the train in the fog is is... Very good, very well shot, very thought out. It's good stuff. If if you were looking forward to Pacific Rim two, then Godzilla versus Kong is a movie you should watch. If you were not looking forward to Pacific Rim two, then you can probably skip it. But I I I think maybe that Godzilla first movie is actually a good movie movie. 
overall. It, you know? it it is the one that that definitely tries the hardest to be like art. Yeah, and as opposed to the other ones, which are definitely right, which are, are, are solid movies, uh, but don't don't make that attempt. Really, my point is, not give the same way. somebody give Gareth Edwards another movie, please. Please tell me that guy hasn't retired after two films. Or, I mean, yeah, just Rogue Two. He's like, I'm ready for that. I don't. I honestly, I never, I never saw his first movie, which was some sort of monster called monster, Monsters. Monster movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very. Uh, so I watched Godzilla and Monsters right before Rogue One came out because I didn't know anything about Gareth Edwards and I wanted to watch his movies, and there were only two of them. Uh, so monsters came out first and you can definitely see why like it's, it's, it's way more low budget than mm-hmm. Godzilla, but you can definitely see from that one. It's, it's very similar, uh, in sort of, uh, you can see after you watch monsters, you can see why the studio was like, Hey, we watched your movie and we're going to make a Godzilla movie. Would you <laughs> like to do it? Because, uh, uh, because like it, it really is sort of like, um, he, he sort of made a movie about, kaiju but he didn't have the rights to any of the 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 big names and he didn't have the budget right. to to make to so he can't he can't really show the monsters and so he has to take a lot of it he has to do a lot of creative things to make a kaiju movie without being able to really show the monsters because he doesn't have the like money that to first cloverfield movie yeah and so but you can you can watch it and definitely say see why uh, whoever made Godzilla, whatever yeah. studio said, "Hey, <laughs> why hey, don't you come make a Godzilla movie for us?" Yeah, nice, nice. Or if they told him, "Hey, we've got two million dollars for you to make a kaiju movie as a test to see if you can make Godzilla for us." Here, go. I I want to go. I want to go track it down. Then I, it's I not. It's not a bad movie at all. I I enjoyed Monsters. I thought it was it was good. It's definitely not the special effects showcase. I don't need the others that, are. I don't need. Yeah. That. But it's it's definitely it, it's definitely a, an enjoyable watch. Nice, awesome. Well, we'll leave it there then. Uh, go find the movie Monsters. It's not a CGI showcase. <laughs> That's your review of Book of Boba Fett. There you go. Yes, <laughs> I would like to say though that like uh, to go back to Book of Boba before we end. I had two questions. I was trying to remember. One was like I wanted to ask because do you watch Witcher? No. Okay. I was gonna, I was wanted to ask him about. I don't Witcher. have anything against it. I just haven't. I, I haven't played the game, and yeah, I'm. No. I, there's so much other stuff to watch that. One hundred percent. At some point, I might get around to it. But I mean, honestly, at this point, if I didn't get to it in the desolate wasteland of 2020, I'm probably never going to. Uh, so sure. it's different for you, though. That that's the that's kind of the talk, though, too, about like the the list is like when you're when you're part of a couple or even a father, because in your time, your viewing time is also not your own is that, you know, Witcher, although I've heard great things about it, I haven't played the games, but I do like Henry Cavill. Henry, yeah, I like him, and I, so I watched the first episode, I'm like, okay, fantasy stuff, it's good. Um, so I want to get into it, like, because I, I, I'm like, okay, cool. And I like how, I like how he's such a nerd. Like, he's, he's a huge fan of the stuff. And last night, um, I was talking with some friends, and they said, like, oh, yeah, the second season veers off course from, like, the original material. I'm like, that doesn't sound like that would... Uh, Andy, did you play the Witcher games before the the TV series? I started Witcher two and I never finished it. Uh, okay. Witcher three is supposed to be really, really good, but I haven't played yeah, it yet. Same. 
um some friends last night we were talking about different things and he's they were saying like the witcher season two veers off from the lore and i'm like i was surprised by that considering how big a fan henry cavill is yeah i was surprised by that too and i'm like but not knowing the lore i'm like i'll just take their word for it for now and then ask other people who i know maybe have a better or at least Um, they they have a better relationship with the series so yes they i know some of the lore that they have dropped which is some characters die that Mm. have not died in the books at this point um and there's an extra show if you're interested in watching it between season one and season two there's the animated witcher movie and if you like season one enough you should probably watch that movie um because it explains some characters that are in season two and their backstory and that way you get them early um they take they took one or two characters out they kill off um, a friend of Geralt's early. Um, and it's explained by one of the writers online why they did it. And it's because mm. in season one and in season two, Geralt is already emotionally at a different point than he is in the books. He can handle things emotionally that he has to learn to handle in the books because there's a lot more time in the books for one of the characters to grow up. And that time is like this in the show because you have a person, (laughs) you have a person that is growing at an age, right? And they start her later so that she can do things in season two that she would do 10 or 20 years later in the story. So everything's so compressed that they cut out, they cut out some stuff and some characters as far as I know so far. I don't, I'm only in the middle of it, so I don't know if they've changed more than that. But that's the stuff that I know off the top that they changed already from, uh, reading this thread on, uh, Twitter from uh, a writer that's on the show that I like reading stuff that she she says. That's reasonable. Yeah. That makes sense. That's enough information just so I can kind of like, okay, so I can kind of gauge my understanding because there's been some drama around, around that change and, um, the changes in making some of the other characters have more screen time than they do at this point in the books. But I think those people are missing the fact that a lot of stuff is probably going to start to get muddled and rearranged starting in season three, because these people are all older than they are. You know, there's much more time in a book. You can jump yeah. one year, two year. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. That's that. I, you, you can you can do a five year jump, and then if yeah. with a kid, like talking about just people age, mm-hmm. like oh well, the, we're now here. It's like yeah. they don't look any older. So like yeah, my because... first, there's a very there's a kid character in the in the uh, show, and my first introduction to her was in the Witcher card game. I had never mm. seen her before, and Gwent? Uh, in the Witcher, uh, yeah, Gwent. Uh, and in the Witcher card game, she's got, you know, like gray streaks in her hair. So, like, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, Kit, you were going to say something before I rudely let you go, but the dog uh, has to go when she has to go. So, I, I was just going to say how, how happy I am with the Book of Boba and that we have a show where they are going into... It's drawing from a whole lot of different things. Uh, some of them I caught, some of them... I saw later online that people were pointing out like the the shot when he goes to make his his gaffy stick of the like wreckage is like straight out of like uh some of the concept art for I think I think a new hope I think oh, I didn't uh, know that. 
and 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 uh when they're when the tuscans are running down to attack the train that's like a straight up shot from uh lawrence of arabia <laughs> and like there's a whole bunch of stuff that's packed yeah. into this into this show but that we're getting overall it's it's very much a western show and you can see the tuscans as as the as a stand in for the native americans and uh, that we're getting uh something about Tuscan culture besides just that, that they attack Luke and then well, definitely, they kidnap Shmi and try and yeah. kill her. Uh, it's definitely and, a question I got while we were watching it was, wait a minute, you know, my wonderful spouse has exposure to the live action stuff and that's it, right? And some of the live action stuff is so long ago for her that she doesn't remember it. So, wait, uh, weren't the Tuscans bad guys in one of these? I said, yeah, so in, you know, episode four you see them and they attack Luke. Oh, okay. And then in episode two, they kidnap his mom. Oh, okay. And it's like, this is now, yo, you like Tuscans now, the show. Uh, and so a lot of people are online, I think, were wondering about, well, how does this fit with the other versions of Tuscans you've seen before? And I was like, oh, well, maybe the show will explore that or maybe it won't. But at least we're, now we're there's getting a, it from their side now. Yeah. And at least yeah, now man. there's a, hey, look, they were just minding their own business and this train rolled up on them and started shooting them. You know, yeah, yeah, much and, like the trains of the West, they would just shoot buffalo from the right. train and just drive on by just for sport. Yeah. So like, if oh, they, you know, if a different tribe of of Tuscans had a worse experience, would they kidnap some woman from a farm? Yeah, they probably would. You know, right. I don't know, and and that we can, and that we live in a world where we have a show where Boba is living with the Tuscans uh, and. They give him a lizard that climbs up into his brain, and he goes on a psychedelic <laughs> weird. vision quest. Walk where about. he sees a where he sees a, a dead tree and has a vision, and then makes his own gaffy stick. And I, I don't know. I just I, I love this show. I am enjoying it so much. I like the theme song. I downloaded the theme song, and I've been listening to it nonstop. I'm just I'm you 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 just like I'm people going a, yelling at you over and over again. Yeah. Yes. I do just over and, and over and that's what uh, your day is I, like now. I, yes. I, <laughs> and I, I really like Tamara Morrison. I'm glad that he's getting the, like, it's not like he hasn't been working in the last 15 years, but he's getting, uh, I'm glad that he's back in star Wars. I'm glad we're getting a lot of him. And, uh, he, I, I feel like he's really knocking it out of the park when he's sitting on the bike, teaching him how to ride bikes. And he's like, it's like a bantha. Yeah, I'm like, man, this is this is fantastic. I want to make I want to make a shirt that's like it's like a bantha, a silhouette of him sitting on a bike, <laughs> and it just says like it's like a bantha, or like a bantha. <laughs> that's that's what I want. I I just I, I'm I'm really enjoying this show. I, I didn't I didn't know that I didn't think that I would like this show. Like I was looking forward to the show, but I didn't think that I would like this show through two episodes more than the Mandalorian. And I am I am really oh, I'm not enjoying sure that I show. like it more than the Mandalorian yet. I I think yeah. that the Mandalorian has a very consistent thesis on what it wanted to be from the beginning, how it was going to be shot, how it was going to be you know, like every single piece of it was laid out on exactly what type of show it was going to be, where it was going to go, how it was going to you know like every single piece of that one seems meticulously planned. I'm not sure this has the same feeling. It, it definitely has more of a Robert Rodriguez uh action movie feel uh to it there's a lot more of that to me 
where like the the plots are simpler right like that whole episode with the train was just like how does bobo teach them how to rob a train the movie he's like tatonka but, but with a vision quest with a vision and, quest in the middle of yeah. it yeah there's not there's not not plot developing and it's not bad it's like really good all of it's really good I uh, just don't know that at this point I would say I liked it more than two episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, for Andy, too, I don't know if you saw the image I shared in chat. No. Um, I had thought of this because um, in for those listening at home, in Kit's background, he has a frame piece of Macquarie artwork. Not Probably not original. I'm guessing a print. He didn't actually get a piece from Ralph Macquarie. But there's a... <laughs> I think that's a 3PO in the background you have there, Kit. Oh, on the desk there? Yeah, the desk. Oh, yeah, no, that that's that's uh that's the sleeve of the Ralph McQuarrie. They like I don't know. Uh, four years ago, they put out a two really nice thick books of McQuarrie concept art, and that's the the like dust sleeve. Nice on the front. Yeah, yeah, but that's really good. So a piece of the artwork that was done for the original Tuscan Raiders was then adapted into a shot for the book of Boba. And I shared that in our group chat. We may share it online. Check us out at we were gamers. Uh, it's like a um, third of the shot. I'm putting my hand in front of it. It's like a third of the yeah. shot is the same. It's exactly yeah. the same framing though. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, so they're like, okay, well that's that inspired that shot, which I thought was really cool. They're like, okay, we can kind of, you know, pull from this. And I love these. It's like seeing the ice spiders in Mandalorian. Yeah. It's like, okay, they were originally just like kind of a weird, Thing, uh, not weird. They they were thing in, in a Macquarie piece of art, and they're like, let's kind of update that and let's bring that into this. And it's like, yeah, we saw, we did see some spiders in Rebels, but they like getting that kind of like, no, let's touch back in with our original concepts of what Star Wars was, and it's fun. I, enjoy I think it. I think I also noticed something that they did. They decided to do in this show that I don't know if you guys noticed too was um, emptiness. A lot, like, look at this image you shared, or go back and think of like Jabba's palace, or um, the sand, the dune sands, or even Mos Espa when he's walking around on the street in Mos Espa. There's a lot of empty space until the huts show up and everybody's there and the whole street's full or whatever. But think about when he's just walking in. Yeah, they show shots of the Trandoshans, they show shots of other people in the crowds, but it's not like a crowded space. Mm-hmm. A lot of until this the huts is. A lot of this is empty. If you if you saw this scene in the remade version by George Lucas, that uh, there would be three banthas in the background, some sort of weird animal bouncing up and down on them. It would all be CG. Like all of a sudden, towards the middle and end of Star Wars by Lucas, every shot became extra full of of motion and CG. Like every inch of it had to be full. And the original look of Tatooine, especially Moss Eisley, was like empty, desert, sand, building. That's it. Right? Like the cantina. Yeah, it had people in it. But the outside the cantina, deserty. The Baru and Lars farm, deserty. Like, empty. And that, that struck me when they, they filmed this. It's empty. This thing he walks off to to go make his gaffy stick is just out in the middle of nowhere, and it's empty. And uh, I thought that was a legitimate choice. It, it struck me as a legitimate choice to not be adding 
CG Banthas in the background of every shot that had uh, Tusken Raiders in it to not be adding CG things walking around behind Boba in the middle of the street while he's talking to people um, seemed like a conscious choice. That's it's definitely fair. And I think, I think there is, I mean, some people may look back to and think like, is this, I'm curious too how much of this was like his vision but also how much of this is kind of like COVID conditions. Cause like those two care in the shot we're thinking of there, there's two people in masks clearly five feet apart or six feet apart. Mm-hmm. But there, but again, again to this, but it also fits for you're like, you're very, you're very right. It does fit for Tatooine. Tatooine is a desolate place. I, there and was so, a direct reference to masks. Did you notice the, uh, I did the assassins uh, masks are, are COVID masks with other masks are? on top of them. Yeah. I just thought of them as night creepers from GI Joe because they are they are very closely designed to a night creeper. If you're a GI Joe Maybe. fan, it's yeah. it's I don't I mean I think it's I think it just ha- happens to be happenstance. So that you're like, well, when you get that color set and that piece of those pieces of armor, I mean, you're but it's like, shaped well, it's shaped exactly the same. It's got the same exact. Right. Well, they probably shot it that like the, whatever the costume was gonna be. I'm sure that they were like, mask, all right, right? We, yeah, put a COVID mask underneath this because like yeah. we can't. <laughs> We can't give Tamura COVID, so like, and have you got have, you've got yeah Tamura. I'm sure that there was a lot of that Ming-Nah. during the filming of this. Yeah, yeah. and Ming Na doesn't have a mask on under her helmet either. So, but they're standing back to back, or they're yeah. standing five feet apart when they're walking down the street, or you know, I'm sure that a lot of that was them trying to work within the restrictions of the state of the world at the time. Yeah, yeah, so. But but I do think that I do agree with Andy. I do think that there are also choices like he to his point. They could have dropped in a CG a CG Bantha behind there. Oh, I and, just I, I'm at the live action yeah. actors. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the, but that's like but that's still a choice to not do that. So it's yeah. like it is. It's a, I think it's a little bit of you know a little column A, a little column B. But I do appreciate it. I do like that that it does add to that feel of like they are out in the middle of nowhere. They're not necessarily near. They're not near Mos Espa. Like it's a trek to get in there, which is kind of the reason. When they make the when they make all the pikes walk back, they're like, no, no, we'll give you water. Just walk in a straight line. Go right there. You'll get back to safety. But bring back money because you owe us. I love that part too. It's like, are you carrying spice? And he's like, oh yeah. What, what spice? I don't. What, what does it even look like? Boom. That that spice. <laughs> this fell out of the yeah, crate. But he was he he was so great at that where he's like drinking out of the coconut or the the black melon, and he's like. This is not looking good for you. <laughs> like <laughs> he was—I I don't know. I just love Tamara Morrison. So, and I'm I, before we go. I I was so glad to see Max Rebo and <laughs> yes. Adrian Dan together <laughs> in the bar uh, in Garza's bar. That was—I I was so happy to see that. And now it, they were in the second episode. Apparently, they're just around. That they're, they're like the house band. So I am. Yeah, they are they are really knocking it out of the park for me on on this show. Now, look, but at- we were talking about too, like because uh, Andy took a little bit of time to catch up to the show, but like, like did they survive? And like, I didn't. He rewatched it, and like they were on the sail barge, like they weren't. Uh, they they didn't stay back in the palace. It wasn't like they're like okay, they're going to go do their thing. Let's go and pack up and head back into town. Like they were in the thick of it, and they made it out too. Like they that one skiff that went back for more milk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's possible a bunch of people ditched. Uh, apparently, according to this show, you can just walk around the desert for days on end, uh, <laughs> no matter how you feel. I just <laughs> the, Boba and Fennec are. He says he's a crime lord. 
He walked yeah. all the way from Jodhla's palace to Mos Espa and back? Like, I don't what? know that he walked the whole way. He was just walking through the street. He could. I'm sure he took walked. a bike. They walked the whole way. They walk all the way back with the prisoner, remember? She walks... Everyone in Tatooine is just walking everywhere and no one's dehydrated. I... Like... They had a couple of black melons with them. What do you want? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's so I have no problem believing uh, everyone jumped off the sail barge and walked three days through the desert and they're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad Max Rebo lived. But I still want like I still in my head want to have the Max Rebo ro- robot chicken ending where he, he's just an old jazz singer. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they're making Max walk through the desert. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Robot Chicken, like, there's so many things that are, like, in my head because of Robot Chicken. They just did a good job. Yeah. I think it was, uh, it was a good two episodes. Uh, and, uh, like I said at the beginning, it, it we all, uh, we have at least two separate ideas of where it could be headed. And I think that is good and, uh, interesting to be less defined with a character that I think maybe you don't want to define too quickly given the, the history and how much people have invested their personal uh, feelings into, you know, somebody that, that is mostly in general, a blank canvas. I'm sure many people have read the legend stuff, but many people haven't, you know? And so for them, he's whatever they've seen on the screen. And for, for more than a majority, I would more than a minority, (laughs) the majority, maybe uh, they've only seen, you know, whatever he's been in, in live action. So that's fair. It'll, um, be worthwhile for them to take their time, especially if they're going to try and transition him into something that he has not shown himself to be. It, it's also interesting too, like, that the timing they did it out, they did like the 30 minute episode first and then the hour long yeah. episode. Like they were like, no, we're pacing it like this because we're going to, and it worked. It definitely, I think at the end of, at the end of episode one, I was like, I'm still wanting more. This doesn't feel like enough, yeah. but at, at the end of the second, I'm like, okay, they, they kept stuff over for this episode so that they, it was paced better by the end of the second. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I give them some more leeway now. I'll see where things go. Like, yep. Uh, well, until next time, we'll, we'll finish Boba probably before we talk again. So we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about. I would think, uh, I disagree. I think we will meet again soon for Cobra Kai. And that might be before the end of book of Boba. You was <laughs> all prepared to like, my brain was still, I'm my brain was still working through like, what's he going to disagree about? I don't, I don't understand. And then he's, yeah, Cobra Kai. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm about halfway yeah. done. So I'm enjoying it so far, but it's definitely got a different tone than the last couple of seasons. That, yeah, it's fair. So far. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to know any spoilers. No, we'll hold it. We'll, we'll hold it. I just, we just wrapped it up and it was, a, it was, I'm like, let's get into it. The payoff. Okay. There is payoff. Good. I like it. All right. That's all I need to know. Don't know more. plus we need kareem for that one so there you go yep uh until then uh podcast we were gamers.com go uh there i'm gonna do my level best we talked about at the beginning i think i'm gonna cut out the production minute because nobody cares but if i didn't uh you heard about uh some new artwork ideas so maybe i'll integrate some of that for this one i'm gonna work hard on that so we'll see cool i like it (laughs) it's it's more time less less render time more uh more edit time but it should it should work out it'll be fun until next time uh you know damn well who may the force be with you always <laughs>